Welcome to the Beantown Bully Podcast. I'm your host, Bosch. Let's get right into it. Now, GTA, Rockstar, and this leak. Yo, Rockstar is going to send them boys, boots to asses, dog. You thought Rockstar is going to be playing games? Yo, once they find this guy, yo, they're about to bring him to a third world country, and this nigga's going to disappear. His kids and kids, grandkids, are going to disappear. The level of in-debt niggas are going to be because of this, you guys, they want no problems. No problems. Now, they dropped around 90 videos of a build that was back in 2019. PS4 and PC gameplay. They had some, they showed both of the main characters, uh, the Spanish girl or Latin descent, whatever you want to call it. Then like the hillbilly, I always say he's a hillbilly type uh, white guy is because he's the, um, the mullet, the little mullet, you know, uh, I forgot the mullet saying it's like uh, clean in the front, party in the back, some type of shit, whatever the case may be. They've showed a little, uh, a new mechanic of switching guns in your hands. Now, this guy sold the source code for GTA 5 for 100K. Now, GTA 5 is Rockstar's moneymaker with all the shark card integration and all that shit. GTA Online, like with the source code, they can basically do anything. Mods will be easier. They can do anything to break the game. I don't know. Actually, I'm yeah, I think it's going to be difficult for them, but Rockstar has so much money that they should be able to figure this out i feel like it's a it's a they just if they put the they put the right money on there because you gotta remember when gta 5 dropped in like three days they already showed like 10 bill i mean 10 million plus so we're not even gonna we're not even gonna say like this is like an any up any studio but again for this to happen the leak the hacker like someone is definitely getting fired. Someone has to be. Someone has to be responsible for this. Someone definitely has to be responsible for this. Rockstar's not letting this slide, especially EA. Uh, EA. EA. No. Hold on. Shit. Am I confused? Take two is the parent company of Rockstar. I was saying EA. I'm out of control. Take two has too much money. Rockstar in general has too much money. To be letting shit like this slide. Yo, it's it's going to be crazy. Like, they really thought they wouldn't get away with this. Like, he sent in the source code for GTA 5. Then they also have the source code for GTA 6. Yo, you think that they're not really to drop a billy to come get this guy? You're asking for 100K. They'll spend that 100K to come find them, dog. It is crazy. But... How did this really happen? Like, who dropped the ball at Rockstar? Yo, they're about to make people go through metal detectors, take your phones. Like, you can't even leave the like you can't even leave the building. You take any pictures, you get yo security shows up at your crib. Like, they're about to start treating that shit like Fort Knox. Now, there's a couple other studios that were chiming in on it a little bit, like uh, the people who make The Last of Us. Like, it'll be all right. Yo, GTA 6 will be all right, but that is the source code. So there's a level, like, it's not that someone just leaked what happened, like, the first 
hours and changing the game. No, they have the source code. So if someone really wanted to, they can make a GTA. This shit is crazy. I really don't think we've had a leak to this extent before in general. I really believe that they're saying that it's not going to do much damage to them, but that can't be true. That can't be true. And they definitely, definitely put niggas on 24-hour security, seven days a week. They're tapping into people's phones. No one's safe. No one is safe. They're going to treat this shit like Fort Knox from now on. Like, no family photos, nothing at your desk. Only thing you see at your desk is a rock star. They're not even letting niggas go to sleep at work. They're not even dreaming about shit. Yo, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. There's a lot of people who was talking about, oh, the little complaints about Rockstar, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a hard place to work. I quit because this, no bitch, you got fired. The hottest, one of the hottest games in the industry, developers, whatever you want to call them, they have Rockstar and they have Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Revolver, whatever. The bottom line is, they're selling billions of copies in hours. Hours. Like, we're, we're not talking about, we're not talking about, a, and then it's still been selling. GTA 4 came out PS3. PS3, PS4, PS5. The, it's, a drug, it's a juggernaut. People need to stop playing like they don't know it's a juggernaut. It's a juggernaut. Yo, the leaker fucked everyone's life up everyone nigga they're gonna have to have you spread your cheeks when you leave the building dog your cheeks will be spread dog turn your head to the left and cough type joint they change yo i feel like this leaker changed the industry with this yo it's a wrap this is not like a an indie developer type joint this is literally one of the biggest games, one of the biggest games ever created. And you guys think it's not going to be repercussions, dog? We're going to hear something in the news that the guy committed suicide. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. This nigga committed suicide <laughs> with a gun in his opposite hand. It's a rap, dog. It is a rap, yo. They're going to make an example out of this guy. Homie should, yo, he should delete all his accounts, everything. Now, here's the problem. He doesn't need to slip up. Someone around him needs to slip up. Just give him a little inch. And once they do those points, yo, once they get a little nibble, they're lockjawing. Lock they're lockjawing on this boy. You know what? I keep saying, boy, it might be a female. This bitch is my, yo. At the dinner table, they just get Rockstar's team just comes in. Right when you like, I hope it's like a holiday. Hope they catch them on like, like Thanksgiving. Like catch them on Thanksgiving. Catch them on Christmas. Opening presents. Rockstar comes in just giving everybody fucking two pieces, dog. Chasing the grandmother. Great grandmother has a heart attack and dies on the spot. Yo, Rockstar is gonna want blood. Yo, it's fucking crazy out here. Oh, 
Fox Ugly Black. I wish a nigga would. And anyone who tries to use that source code, ooh, same goes for you. Rockstar, they drop the, yo, they're definitely going to be dropping the smoke. Yo, the smoke, they're going to be smoking on a couple packs. Yo, I feel like by the end of the year, I'm going to give it by the end of the year, they're going to find the person. I don't, realistically, I think it's before that, but by the end of the year, I feel like they're going to get them. I'm hoping it's on a holiday, though. Because I got hoping the news drop on a holiday, so everything just falls into place. This shit is crazy, crazy. EA was luckily able to pull Iron Man as their MCU video game stepping point. I know people are mad. I know it. I feel it in their soul. But realistically, it's going to be made from the dead bones of Bioware's Anthem. We all know it. Now, Anthem's gameplay was kind of top tier. What you actually see, don't get me wrong, the storyline was pure garbage. They should have hanged themselves when they decided to put that incohesive piece of garbage together, slap it off with crazy glue, and send it off to die. Why did they do this? They didn't have to do all this. This is Bioware we're talking about. But enough about Anthem and how it fucked this all over. But I said in a previous podcast episode, Bioware built bones, the structure, the foundation for an Iron Man game. Now, are they going to put more polish in it? Is there going to be more direction for the actual game? Yes. They do not want to fumble a Marvel IP bag. They don't, they don't have it in them. EA isn't blameless in the shenanigans that happened with Anthem. They most likely told him to put all that fucking games of service bullshit in, in the game. Iron Man had five or six other games before. They didn't live up to expectations. They were all right. They were early games. This was where video game movies were straight trash. Now, there's a chance for them to redeem themselves with this one. It's been long enough. Video game movies, adaptations, don't need to be shit. They don't need to be shit. Now, with Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2 coming out, Wolverine, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man better keep up. I think just the flying mechanics in games are not really up to par. And I don't know if it's easy to make a storyline around Iron Man that's nonsensical. Now, for all my slander on Anthem, the flying mechanics, the updating the armor, those are all top-tier additions. Yes, they were going to milk this drive for it, but, but just look at it. Just remember what you got. The trailers, the different armor sets. Now, the story can be great with all the different armor sets Iron Man has, the bad guys. Who's going to be the main villain? They can go from the movie. They do something with the movies. I don't want them to start from scratch, like uh, origin story type bullshit. I don't want them to do that because I think we're past that with Iron Man. But they might. They might do that. But what, what can we expect? What can we expect with a new Iron Man? 
like I said, when they do flying mechanics in video games, it doesn't look like you're moving too fast. I don't know what that is. Like it, like in my brain, it doesn't click like that. But in card games, I can feel the speed if it's done correctly. If it's done correctly. Now, flying mechanics, there's a lot of ins and outs with that. What's his movesets going to be? Like, you know, you got to have movesets. He's just going to be using his hand blasts all the time to do light combos or two pieces in a biscuit. And that's it? Is that what we're going to get? This is EA. EA has fronted a lot of garbage. But they have dropped some gems or helped drop some gems. I just said they dropped them. They helped. As for who the villains can be, it would be great if Ultron's the main villain. I felt like that's an easier sell. It makes sense. Who else? Who else can we see show up in the game? Most likely Black Widow. Bring her back. Are they going to be weird with the characters' faces? Not get the voice actors. I mean the actor for the voice. Robert Downey Jr. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. But since Iron Man hasn't been touched in quite a while, this might be a good one. But we got to be very careful because Avengers didn't live up to the hype. And Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy suffered because of what they did with the Avengers. We're better than that. I really have to think, who else can we bring? Would they play? You know what? They can lead this into Ironheart. Show some shine to She-Hulk, even though I feel like that show is trash. But I haven't really watched them. I've seen the clips. It's not looking too good. It's not looking too good. But show off a little more of these side characters in the game. Do some world building. Maybe if you play our cards right, Iron Man and Spider-Man can meet up in the same universe in video game form. Let's talk about it. The If they played this right, have their own separate stories, MCU world building in game form by multiple game developers. Spider-Man world is already uh, solidified. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Wolverine about to come through. This would be game-changing. Spider-Man 2 is about to have Venom. Hobby have Carnage. Like, let's go. Bring in Daredevil. It don't have to be the same characters in the movie, but bring in the Defenders. Show Punisher some love. Black Widow. I said Black Widow already. But just think about that. That shit is crazy. The sheer possibilities in this. That they can just use. Game changing. Game changing. Because Bioware is already doing like the world building in their games. But if we can somehow string together just little tidbits in each game into a bigger foe. Now, the problem is they would have to use a whole different bad guy. Like, I yes, they can use Thanos. But I feel like using a whole different bad guy would change it up a lot. Give the whole, the video game universe its whole thing. And you know what? Marvel would probably like that. Build off on that to other, other avenues. Maybe the video game universe can somehow interject, intersect with their animation team. They're not doing, a, they're not doing anything with their animation right now. At least I don't think they are because I don't. I'm not. I'm not seeing anything. I know DC is still putting out animations for their characters. They just dropped uh, 
a Green Lantern one with a Hal, jo- a Hal Jordan, right? Hal Jordan? I think that's the But it's different. Like, now, on the other hand, DC need to stop relying on Batman. We need some other people to pull up their weight. What do they have right now? Marvel's red hot right now. DC need to pull something out. Now, they had the Arkham games. People can say, it's arguably the best superhero video games ever made. The combat system is used throughout games in general. From Mad Max to Spider-Man, that combat system is moving, moving and shaking. I think it was also in the Lord of the Rings, um, Shadow of Mordor. Like, let's let's give credit where credit's due. But let, let's go back. Let's go back here. They need to play to the other characters. Who else do they got? Oh, there is supposed to be that Wonder Woman game that we're still waiting on. But I feel like we haven't heard any talks about that. Wonder Woman would be the best aspect for them to come back and do some damage on this side. Because right now, everything's go. Movies, Batman. Animation, Batman. Television, Batman. Video games, Batman. On its back, like, the Dark Knight don't sleep. We need DC to step it up a notch. Use some of the other characters. But the real question is, is that outside the Trinity, do we really care about it? They're not ready to make a super Superman game. So is there anything that can really compete? You got to think about that. There's a lot to be said. <sighs> now, some sad news for some. If you're a realist, you knew this was coming. What the fuck has happened to G4? Like, I have to... It has to be said. Yes, they laid off like 30 people. To, and it was just all over the place. I feel like they came in... Like hating their hating their viewers in some fashion. Now, don't get me wrong. It was it was an uphill battle from them for even coming back. The sheer weight. A lot of people built their careers off copying off what the G4 TV stood for, what they have accomplished. Like video games were big, big, but they were at a time when it was still niche. To the point that they can get away with being on prime TV and stuff like that. Now you gotta remember, when G4 was hot, having a computer in your home wasn't relatively like a thing. Like, their high point was being on cable like that. Like, cable is kind of crazy. Just look back and be like, the fond memories I had with X-Play, Attack of the Show. They had some other ones, but off the top of my head, I don't know why I'm blanking. But it... They 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 hit. Now there was a lot of controversy going on on their viewers being toxic to them and stuff like that. But I feel like that's just a you got to the good and the bad with that. Like realistically, as long as you keep having eyes on you, you could turn it around. Like hate watching is a is a thing. So they could have they could have still continued at their velocity that they were moving in do i think it was ever going to get as big as it was no but i felt like it could have found its place now looking back it's just like there's there's already shows and channels on youtube that does what it does i.e let's say funhouse 
and I, I love Funhouse, but thing with Funhouse is like, I don't know if they're putting out content like that anymore, or I'm just happily missing it because there was a point. I said happily. I just happened to miss it because there was a point I was watching every Funhouse video come out, and I'm talking about this was fairly recent. I'm thinking like beginning at the top of the year, they were just crushing all content, and then all of a sudden I. Like I was just trying to look for Funhouse content just recently, and they dropped out one episode, and I was like, "How did I miss this?" Like I used to watch them faithfully; like they used to be a part of my day. Like going to work, I have a fun uh, Funhouse video playing. Even at work, have a Funhouse video playing. Like something, I was in their the thing. Like I loved the team that they had, but back to G Four. They have too many competitors right now because right back then they were the biggest fish in the in the pond. Uh, they have what else? Sacred Symbol. Uh, actually, I take that back. Sacred Symbol is not really what their niche. They're not really in that. But I would I would say a little bit of that. But there's so many content creators, like large groups coming together to stream and talk about video games, there's a lot of them. So it's, it's going to be kind of hard for being away for so long to come back. Now, the problem with G4 is that they were they were saying a lot of like political things off off the channel. They were just building up a weird famous. Don't get me wrong. I am personally happy if you get toxic. Happy. Now, people are bringing this all on Frost and saying that she did all of it. She didn't help. Gonna be real, she didn't help. But the content that was shown back in those times, there people's like afraid to show that, that type of content. It's like wrestling back in its heyday. Like just the crazy storylines. Someone trying to run over Stone Cold. Freaking tables, ladders, and cheers. Farouk and Bradshaw, are like the Dudley boys, like those that those eras, Stone Cold, Triple H, DX, those eras, HBK, HBK, that era, we I I kind of want to slowly come back, but we're such in this PG thirteen era that we gotta be family friendly. That I think that in general is what killed the show. They weren't able to be as free as they wanted to. Now, can I say that some of the people on the show was kind of, let's say, the years haven't been too good to them? That might be the case. And I'm not talking about, like, their looks or anything like that. I'm talking about just their opinion on things. Now, they had people who had opinions on games that were crazy. Like, here's the thing. Going back to this Frost thing. She said some ridiculous things that had no merit behind it. And... It was strictly feelings, but it was so dumb and convoluted. Convoluted, I guess, is the word of the day right now because I've been using it. I used it already. It's just, it's just a weird scenario. She said PS Five was dead on arrival with X or Xbox Game Pass, and then she clearly says that Xbox has been giving her shit. So here's the thing: everybody already knows there's payoli play happening, like. People will sell their soul to get an Xbox to be a brand ambassador. There's a lot of that. Twitter's been exposing... People have been exposing themselves on Twitter doing a lot of that. 
But here's the problem. They felt arrogant enough to say these things and get exposed. Now, with Frost's comments, she made a few statements that I was just like, are you a real gamer? And it's not like Xbox versus PS4 thing. It's, or, say, say PlayStation. It's was really like, with someone who works in the gaming industry, i.e., like, you cover it. You don't work it, but you cover it. There's certain things you can't say with a straight face. Like, you have to have something. But no, it's like, you can't say, but here's the thing. Even when she said it, no one else questioned her about the, the statement she made. And I felt like, feelings, no facts. But I probably, I should probably take that back. It didn't look like there was a lot of pushback on people's opinions, which would be lovely. Like, I'm okay with them having dynamic, like, one person's a PC elitist, and he calls the other people console peasants, and Xbox and PlayStation have their own um, riff, Nintendo's on the side. Like, I'm okay with the console war. Like, I like it. When everybody try to be the kumbaya shit, nah. Fight for my dollar, which is what you should do. Fight for my dollar. They should have played up on that. Developed characters in there. Like, played up on it. Because the other one was more fun. They developed little characters and stuff like that. With the little segments. It was very interesting. And I, I approved of how they had it. Now, we can't say... She, she made a statement of saying that... Oh, there was a... She's not there to be your jerk-off material... Cool, 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 cool. But we're not going to act like that wasn't the case back in the day. The females they brought on clearly seem that that was the case. Looking back now, I'm like, you didn't need to do most of these things. And I don't think it was misogynistic at all for them. It's misogynistic. It, it, it wasn't weird or toxic, whatever you want to say, or degrading to women for them to even act like that back in the day. The bottom line is, I wasn't even thinking like that. It was just pure entertainment. The host, both hosts of the, the shows would do dumb and silly things. They would play up characters, and it was fun. I felt like they liked their job. They liked what they did for a living at that time. I think right now, there's a lot of people just phoning it in for a check. Like, don't get me wrong. If that, if that is your only driving point... Hey, you might want to look for another career. Now, a lot of people infiltrated the gaming industry because they realized it's an easy come up. Now, there's a lot of quote-unquote girl gamers. Those people, girl gamers, should be sick to their stomach when they see these girls who be saying shit that don't make no fucking sense. Would rather show their titties, like, show like as much cleavage as possible, and then talking about talk about gaming subjects they have no reference points for. Like a lot of women have built their career off of it, and hey, get your bag. But when people like the, the thing is, you don't have a leg to stand on when it gets to the point that actual conversations they have are having, and these. Sims, betas, whatever you want to call them, who's funding their lifestyle, why are you even asking them type of questions to people you know for a fact wasn't even out and about, didn't even give a fuck about the 
games until, quote-unquote, they realized it was something they can delve into. Because a lot of the Twitch streamers, a lot of the female Twitch streamers, they start off gaming and then they slowly drifted off to, oh, just chatting or watching watching movies, watching TV shows. The com- the commentary uh, group or whatnot, that's not a, only a female, but that's a weird section because it's like, there was a time they were watching full episodes and then say like four comments every 30 minutes or something like that. It's, it's a very weird situation. But the meta, quote unquote, is always changing. Now, do I blame it on women? I blame it on fake gamers. There's a lot of things that people say, oh, what's a real gamer? If I talk about games, I'm a gamer. No, you got to play games. Well, what's real games? What, what, what is a real gamer? What is real games? Playing a game on the easiest mode with handicap settings on, does that make you a real gamer? It, the line has been, the line has been, it's been zigzag, crossed over, fucking built on top of, whatever you want to call it. It's been very weird because there's a lot of acceptance, acceptance in this. There was a, what was her name? Uh, Ania, Ania something. Gamergate, there was a lot of these bullshit terms came out, these hot these hot terms for a lot of bullshit that was happening in the gaming industry as a whole. Talking about we were over-fantasizing women. I'm like, yo, there's a type of character that all family sitcoms have. A dumb father figure, and the wife is the one controlling the life and the stuff in the household. That is the Homer... Uh, fucking, what else? They do it in cartoons. Family Guy. Uh, what the hell? Like, there's, there's a trope. There's a trope there. Any sitcom you can probably name is like the dumb father, the, 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 the mom is doing all this. But I didn't try to change this whole subject into being like, there's just an image that's being portrayed here in the gaming industry that people's acting like it's not there. There's a level of toxicness in the gaming industry. Now, to the what's an un- unacceptable level? That's what that's the real conversation. What is an unaccepted level? Like there was a there was a streamer who was complaining about guys shitting on her because she sucked in a video game. The same comments they said to her, they would probably say to a guy, right or wrong, they they didn't make it a sex thing. People are getting banned because of it. I'm like, when was when do we have all this? This is why people want to stay in party chats and just listen to their own echo chamber. When I suck in a video game, I suck in a video game. That's participation trophy ass bullshit. People let it slide. There's a lot of writers for Kotaku who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm just like, the game industry is just very shaky right now. All the people being exposed of plagiarism, doing this and that. And then G4 not having its footing in this whole entire avenue when it basically, you can basically say it started it. It started video games being more mainstream. The One of the pioneers. Now, I don't think it's done. I think it still, it still has its niche. I would subscribe to them. As soon as I heard. But the problem is, what we're used to now is is 
realistically, we're too TV friendly. I think I think the show needs to be more edgy, and people really need to see how they feel. Now, don't get me wrong. We all know we got toe the line for investors. People want to do ads and shit with the company. Because at the end of the day, they are a company, and they're trying to make money. But I feel like they're fumbling the bag right now. You have to bring on people who can actually have a real conversation about games. And the, the conversations, I understand there's a script and everything like that, but they should make I think it, the problem is, is because it's a script. We're now used to people just saying how they feel about things. And then we're in this age that everything just seems fake. And when we find out shit that we thought was real is fake, there's a lot of that. Now, do we? Do I really think that uh, Frost had a moment on TV calling out all these people? Here's the thing. She cherry-picked her argument. Because the people that were coming out of her at her on her gaming abilities, she completely ignored them and only attacked the people who didn't really matter in the conversation. Talking about she's fuckable. Yo, her opinion's dumb. Like, let's focus on the main problem. Her opinions were dumb. If her argument was that Xbox is doing a lot more with Xbox Game Pass and it's more appealing to her, that's a, that's a different story. But for her to say that Xbox is killing PlayStation, that didn't make no sense because PlayStation is the market leader right now. Their whole... They could have had a trio of people, but it's the thing. They tried to expand. I felt like they should have focused... Focus more in on their core thing. I see a lot of people trying to do these multi-podcasts and shit. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I just feel that being more specialized is a better option than going crazy, jumping left, right, and center just to put out content. Having three or four channels. Like, what is the point? Like... I guess you can try to double dip on ads and whatnot, try to run the bag, but them centralizing, quarterly centralizing, they try to have a daily episode. I felt like they should have kept it weekly and then slowly build like, okay, we got a Monday show. We got a Sunday show, Monday show. Slowly build it up, build up the repertoire. But don't get me wrong. Video game news can happen very suddenly, and maybe we need to drop a drop a video just so that it can have their spin on it. I felt like those particular things should fell more on Adam. He's a senior guy. Him dropping like a 10-minute video, maybe a 15-minute video, maybe a 20-minute video, just giving his opinion, and then at the end of at the end of when his when it's his day for us to focus on G4. He could have came through and have been like, all right, bounce ideas on other people, how they feel about it. That's what I felt like. Because Adam is was the main draw for the show. Let's not be confused. Adam Sessler is the main draw of the show. At least to me. Don't get me wrong. They had um, the Black Hokage, the Hokin Hokage, Hokage, on the show. I like him. But he, he couldn't act the way he acted. On his streams. His podcast. And maybe it was because. That was the problem. They came in. With a bigger cast. Like people who are big. Black Hawk is pretty big. 
Frost, I didn't know Frost before, so I don't know how big she was. Um, who else did they have? I don't remember the rest of the cast, but I felt like they needed to focus on and cultivate some no-names and have the OG Adam Sessler be like the main figurehead and then slowly break off and then everybody has their own piece of the pie so they can have something like like a daily podcast, a daily, 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 daily drops. Also, keep everything centralized until they build enough following. It's very hard for being to come back from being the only person doing something, then being one out of the million people who are in is doing the thing that you're doing. It's hard. Like the the names, the people I follow right now, I've been following for like six plus years. Six, seven plus years. Seeing the growth and everything. I think showing a, a newer face with the OG Adam Sessler in the back would have been like a good look. New school, old school. He he can give you he can give you some game. They they should have spent some time talking about the older G4 days. They should probably have like a, a once a week podcast. With just the OGs, I think I think people would love to hear the old the old team come back together. They can Zoom, Skype call, whatever. Just sit sit uh, sit back, play a clip from one of the old episodes, and just give us a give us a member berry. Just give us some good times, good feelings uh, about the good old days. Like that could have been a series itself. They play a clip from the old episode. Run it back. They, they give you some behind the scenes. They just talk about it for a little bit. Yeah, man. It could have been. There's a lot of jokes. I could have been like just drinking with each other like the good old days. I just think I don't even know these people were really friends behind the scenes. I don't know that. But I would like to believe that the team in G4 were good enough. was a solid team. At least it's how I felt. Like I love seeing them together. I love the work that they were doing. And them having all these problems right now, layoffs and things like that, I just hope they get it together. And with that, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. And again, I'm your host, Basha. Thank you for listening to the Beantown Bully Podcast. Leave us a like, drop a comment, do what you do, and I'm gone.